0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Shot Collars, a storied rivals podcast where we sit down with high school football coaches. Today, we're in the Muskingum Valley League with West Muskingum. Head coach Nate Brownrigg joining the show. Coach, thanks so much for joining us here on Shot Collars. Really appreciate your time. I know this time is a it's pretty busy because we're about a month away from uh, from week one from the season starting. But uh, I'm sure you're, you know, the juices are flowing now, a month, month ago until the season starts. like How's your offseason going?
1: Uh, you know, it's been really great. It's been, uh, it's been hectic. Um, you know, this time of year actually starts to slow down for me a little bit because I have, I have four sons and all four of them play baseball. And, uh, so like the springtime is actually way more hectic than football season for me. Um, but, uh, it's been a really great off season, great summer, had a vacation a couple of weeks ago and recharged a little bit. And, you know, now it's uh, been kind of back at it for the last couple of weeks and, and ready to go. Where'd you
0: go on vacation?
1: Uh, we went to Hilton Head. Nice. So and it's, uh, we go with a big group. Uh, one of my assistant coaches, Pat Riley, and a couple other guys that we're, we're friends with and families. Um, So it's eight adults and 12 kids uh, go down and rent a house and hang out on the beach. And uh, it was really, really good times and uh, relaxing. Like I said, kind of recharge and ready to come back and get after it.
0: That's super fun. Well, uh, what's the rest of your off season look like? Because like I said, we're about a month away from the season starting. I, two days are probably starting soon for you. And then I'm sure you've probably got a couple more scrimmages, seven on sevens. Kind of, what's the rest of your, your off season look like? And then I guess, when do you start preparing for your week one opponent Lakewood?
1: Okay. Um, you know, really, The we have one more day of camp this week. Uh, we we kind of go with a Four day a week schedule for most of the summer. Try to give three day weekends for for the kids and also myself and coaches, you know, with families uh, to have have that time. But uh, you know, so we have four more days of camp next week, um, and then you know, two days the official season starts that following Monday. And uh, we got a one more seven on seven where we're going to go work with Zanesville next Thursday. We've had a couple um, this summer. Worked with Tri Valley the other night. Um, went to Gallia Academy a couple weeks ago, and uh, you know, it's really just kind of at this point, you know, finish our base install offense and defense, and then continue to rep things up uh, for the for the coming weeks, you know, leading into to Lakewood. And as far as preparing for them, that's something that we've really kind of started, uh, you know, way back in, in the springtime, as far as like, you know, watching some things from last year. Um, you know, even though obviously schematically, you know, teams even including us will be slightly different from year to year. Um, you know, looking at what personnel they're going to have coming back, kind of last year was their coach's first year. So, you know, right. kind of getting getting a feel for um, you know how they how they call games and things like that um, kind of started in the springtime and then uh, we actually just talked to practice today that uh you know it's kind of been uh, a little bit big picture up to this point you know we talk about goals and, and expectations all that kind of stuff uh, but really starting you know kind of about this time of year is when we start to really dial in on on lakewood and you know we take that take that one game at approach thing and uh, that's kind of kind of been our focus and will kind of continue to be in the coming days.
0: So you're 16 and 14 through three seasons now going into year four, uh, you know, two and eight in your first year, six and four, eight and two. So you can really see the improvement over the first couple of years uh, with your tenure at West Muskingum. But that is already over twice as many wins as the program had in the last 10 years combined. And I'm sure you knew that, obviously, when you accepted the job a, a couple of years ago. But how did you turn around the program? I mean, this fast? Because it doesn't always happen that fast for a new coach to come in, you know, set a culture, get the kids to buy in, and then you start winning really almost immediately. It takes a season maybe of transition, and then year two and year three, you really see the jumps. Like, how did you turn this around so fast to where you're going from two and eight, six and four, eight and two, and then you you make the playoffs. And, and you also win a playoff game. Like, how did you do it? What, what is the culture that you kind of installed into, into West Muskingum?
1: Um, You know, it's one of those things where, first off, it starts at the top of our you know, school district. And uh, you know, we have a great administration, uh, great support staff uh, that, that, you know, really wanted to change, not just in football, but with athletics in general. And, um, you know, so, you know, it kind of, you brought us in. And uh, the culture change started in the weight room. Um, you know, I grew up as a coach under uh, Justin Buttermore, who is now the head coach at uh, Upper Arlington. And um, you know, that was kind of the always the emphasis that we had at Tri-Valley. And, uh, you know, when I got to, got to West Muskingum, the superintendent, Chad Schauger, who was a former principal of mine at Tri-Valley, uh, you know, brought in kind of the same idea where we now have in-school weight training that myself or um, my assistant coach, Pat Riley, who's also our head baseball coach, um, are in and run every single day. And uh, you know, so we see we see the kids, not just football kids, but but all the athletes uh, that are you know come throughout the day. And uh, you know, so that was the beginning. Uh, was just you know getting getting kids to buy into that program. And uh, you know, once they started to see some gains, uh, it really just kind of caught fire. And your know, kids got excited about it. Um, you know, they get you know they get excited about picking up heavy stuff. And uh, so that's where it began. And then you know, it always takes. Um, and I, I kind of reflect back to. Again, my my beginning of my career at, at Tri Valley, and uh, Cam West, who is now the head coach at Tri Valley, was kind of like the the Kickstarter up there, along with a couple other guys, Adam Bice, and some some guys that are still on staff up there. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, for us, that ended up being Harley Hopkins. You know, our first, first couple of years, um, a, a kid with, with a lot of a uh, you know ability and and, and talent. Um, and then once we came in and he you know, bought into our system and, you know, his work ethic kind of took over, he kind of set the standard and, um, you know, in, in the weight room and then the way he played on the field, you know, just, you know, ridiculous effort. I don't know if you've been around it that, that long or not to, to remember watching Harley, but you know, there's not a whole lot of kids in, 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 in my career that play, you know, middle linebacker and quarterback right? And right. Basically, basically are responsible for, you know, the majority of your production on both sides of the ball. Um, yeah. And that's just, so he was, he was like the standard setter. And, um, you know, after that last year, Ty Schalter kind of took over those reins um, was a kid that it you know, was a cross country kid as a freshman um, and, you know, came in as a senior and was almost 200 pounds ran for 1300 yards and was an all state linebacker. Um, so yeah. getting, getting those kids to kind of set those standards, those examples, um, and then that just kind of continues to feed. And, and this year we have even more of those kids uh, because you know, the, this coming senior class, there are four year guys. Um, so they were freshmen in that 2022 and eight season. And um, you have grown up through the program and really the you know, now that the standards are set, um, those guys continue to model those for the young guys and, and, and it just kind of kind of feeds itself.
0: Right. Yeah. I I want to get to some of the guys that you've got coming back this year here in a few minutes, but you talked about one of the coaches that you kind of learned under with coach Buttermore at Tri Valley. Um, You were also with Chad Grandstaff at Zanesville for a a handful of years as well. Um, So, I mean, how did the time you spent with them prepare you to be a head coach yourself? And were there things that you, I mean, you touched on it a little bit with coach Buttermore, but were there things that you kind of picked up on from them that, um, that maybe you carried over to what you're doing at West Kingham now, like how did your experiences with those two coaches some of the better coaches that we've had in the area and in, re- in recent history, like how did your time with them shape you into the coach that you are today?
1: Oh, I- absolutely. Um, you know, I feel very fortunate that I was able to come up under, like you just said, two of the most successful coaches, uh, that this region's had for, for a long time. Uh, you know, coach Buttermore, uh, super, you know, analytical and, uh, you know, you know, film film junkie, along with Coach Coach Grandstaff, uh, but but coming up under Coach Buttermore, there was a, there was an article in I remember where it was a couple of years ago about you know Coach Belichick's staff. Uh, he makes his guys like like pen uh, pad every game, like draw every single play up what everybody does on every single play. And fortunately, my first couple years uh, was pre huddle, and so like we did that as assistant coaches for Coach Buttermore. Uh, we would spend hours and hours on Saturdays. Uh, breaking down every single film, drawing up every single play, so that that really kind of got the you know, the, the the football you know IQ um, you know to go up pretty quick uh, for me. And then I was fortunate that you know a couple of years into my my uh, tenure with with Coach Buttermore, I started calling offense. So I've, I've been an, I was an offensive coordinator from 2009 to 2018 uh, or 17, I guess, at Tri Valley. And so you know very. You know, from him, very much the football side of things, um, the you know way way to kind of you know to, to run a a, a big program um, and how it takes you know a lot of, a lot of people going the same direction administration all the way through, um, and then you went to coach Grandstaff. Um, you know, I'm probably older than a lot of people realize. I've been coaching for like 17, 18 years now. Um, even though this is only my fourth year as a head coach, uh, but when I got to right. coach Grandstaff, the the football side of things. You know, we have been you know, fairly established. And I'm not saying I know everything because you know nobody does. And if you, um, you know, I'm kind of constantly trying to learn and, and observe and watch new things and, and come up with new things. Uh, but you know, from Coach Grandstaff, really learned more of the you know connecting with players. Um, you know, one of the one of the things I can vividly remember that I tried to, to model at Westminster is some of my first days with Coach Grandstaff. We'd be down with the, the youth league players, and he knew every single kid's name. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of from being, from being around those guys and those kids know him. And, um, you know, so coming to West Muskingum and having to kind of you know, build, build a program from scratch, um, we knew it was very important to kind of build from, you know, at all, at all levels and, and make connections at all levels. Um, so like part of the initial goal uh, was to unite, you know, all of West Muskingum football. Um, it was always before like you had West End High School, you had West End Middle School, you had West End Biddy League. Um, and now um, we have kind of all of those under one umbrella. Not that I'm down micromanaging anything, uh, but, you know, I meet on a semi regular basis with our biddy league guys. Um, we have youth camps. Uh, our junior our junior high staff is, is in and out of the building all the time or in, in our practices all the time. We're down around there. So just kind of making that that connection. That's something that I kind of got from from Coach Grandstaff in, in my years there.
0: So you were the runners up in the MVL last year, and really the the game that kind of decided it for you guys was that game early on in the year against New Lexington. Um, and i uh, I talked with Coach board a couple days ago here on this show, and he he gave your team some praise and he said if there was a preseason poll, which obviously we don't do polls, you know, for some of the leagues in this area, but if there were a preseason poll, he said that he would put West M. And number one on the poll be the favorites for 2023 um i guess what's your response to that kind of praise from coach board and and new lexington i mean you guys battled last year and really i mean it was your game that decided the the small school in the nbl
1: yeah um you know kind of that, that respect goes both ways you know i've talked to coach board uh you know really have a lot of respect for what he does the kind of kind of guy he is the way he runs his program really innovative offensively especially um and so you know, that that goes both ways, and it was a it was a great game. You know, we came up short last year, and um, you know, as far as, as far as the polls go, you know, something like that, not something we think a lot about, but um, you know, one of one of our goals, you know, the the season is to you know get over that hump. Uh, you know, our our school has four NBL championships, and and this will be the sixty first year, um, and so that's something that uh, you know that we're you know really got you know in our you know, in our in the back of our minds uh, as we work towards things. Um, and at the same time, and I talk to the kids, you know, about this almost daily, um, you know, there are a lot of people in the area in the community that have some expectations for us uh, that, uh, you know, ex- expect really big things from from individual players and just uh, us as a team. Uh, but the bottom line is that you know nobody has higher expectations for us than us, than the guys in that room, because we're in there every single day knowing what we do, how we do, um, and stuff like that. And so, you know, I would say, you know, we, we welcome those expectations, uh, but at the same time, you know, it's important for us to not necessarily listen or buy into that hype uh, because then we'll we'll get tripped up by something right in front of us. And, you know, as I said a little bit earlier, um, even though that's gonna be a big picture goal for us, it's always, you know, our, our number one thing is we're gonna compete and try to win an NBL championship. Uh, you know, we have to go, very cliche, but one game at a time, you know, so our focus right now is going to be on Lakewood. And as soon as that ends after that Thursday night, our focus is going to be on Marietta. And after that, it's going to be Garaway and then into the league. So, um, you know, hopefully, and again, this is something, you know, once the off season started in the spring, you know, we, we've talked about it since then about how that's something very different for West game. You know, uh, we were not expected to do much of anything for a long time. And so how our guys are going to respond and handle you know, those expectations is is part of the challenge of the year.
0: So I want to get into the guys that you have returning this year now. I mean, Ty Schauger was one of the big pieces that mm-hmm. graduated for you last year. He said he had 1,300 yards on the ground. He was linebacker of the year in the MVL, All-State. And then uh, slater at wide receiver, Cam Foraker, defensive line, a couple of guys that you lost. But talk about the guys that you have coming back this year to watch on both sides of the ball on your on your quest for a small school division championship in year four.
1: Yeah, um, you know, re- really excited about the guys we got coming back. You know, like you said, those those three guys in particular, um, you know, the, the graduated were our our big shoes to fill. Um, but uh, again, the kind of idea with building a program is that you know the the next guy is ready to step up. Um, and it could be somebody that you know, nobody's really expected or heard of uh, that's going to step in and fill in some of those shoes. Uh, but you know, some of the guys in particular. That, uh that we're excited about number one is is the, our guys up front um are we have three four returning starting lineman offensive lineman uh, from a year ago uh three incoming seniors and, a, and an incoming junior who started a year ago and then another senior who's been kind of dinged up for a couple years but those are guys that you know three of those guys started as freshmen uh, back in that 2020 season and you know really took a lot of a lot, lot of whoopings and, uh, you, know, you know, kind of did their time, paid their dues, whatever, and have kind of grown into, you know, mature leaders, tough, strong kids. Uh, so I'm really excited about seeing, you know, kind of kind of where they are and where they take us. Um, you know, on the skill side of things, uh, we have Rashid Cissé coming back, who, you know, in the, in the beginning half of last season was a little bit dinged up. And at the end was, you know, as explosive as, as any player in the region, I think. Um, and, you know, we have those expectations for him again this year. Uh, he's, he's bigger, he's faster, he's stronger uh, than he was even a year ago. Um, so really excited to see what he can do. Um, you know, Carter Winland is, a, is another kid who started a linebacker for the last two years, incoming junior, who will be a, uh, you know, a tailback for us now, kind of filling ties shoes. Um, and I think he's, he's going to be one that I think really surprises, uh, really surprises people. He's, uh, he's just a, a, you're you're kind of – when I think of an MVL – Running back, you know, thinking all the way back to the to the '80s through the '90s, um, you know, growing up in this area, Carter is like what I you know, is who is who I picture, just a hard nosed, kind of a you know almost scary at times kid with his attitude and and and, and you know passion. Um, so he's going to be one I think that jumps out of people. Jake Anton coming back as a returning quarterback, uh, kind of thrown into the fire last year as a sophomore. Um, also, a really good defensive back, force, defensive back of the year in the in the small league uh, last year. So his development has come a long way this summer uh, as far as him like kind of anticipating and trusting things a little bit better. Um, so you know that's for sure a handful of guys that um, we're really excited about.
0: Yeah, I know what you're saying about Rashid Cisse because I'm on the coaching staff at Meadowbrook for the for track and uh, we ran into him a handful of times this year, and especially at the MBL Championships. I mean, that kid can run. So yeah. Uh, yeah, he is definitely an explosive player for you guys for sure. Um, but coach, I definitely want to thank uh, thank you so much for your time joining us here on Shot Collars. You're really building this puppy up, man. I'm I'm really excited to see what West M football does in year four for you. Um, and this is this is a great team that you got coming back. And I'm excited to see what you guys can do in the in the small school in the MVL.
1: Thank you. We're the we're the same way. We're uh we're excited about the year, and uh, you're just going to kind of take. Take it one day at a time and, and also enjoy the process because that's something we talk about with our seniors all the time, too, uh, that you never know when something's going to happen and, and things are going to end or, uh, you know, some of these guys, this will be the last time they put on pads. So enjoy every single day.